Oh goody, you found me. This is Let's Get Passionate and we are just about to get started. Hey, welcome to Let's Get Passionate. I'm your host, Emily Martin, and today we're joined by one of my high school besties, Nicole Epplett, and we are talking about traveling Europe. Hey, Nicole, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk about traveling because we can't travel right now. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah. It's yeah. just hoping and dreaming at this point. <laughs> exactly. It'll be a it's nice be memory perfect. lane. <laughs> yeah. And you'll just like maybe shed a tear of like the fondness of like, oh, when we were so close to people. Exactly. It'll be weird. Like talking about certain things that you're like, you were in a hostel with a hundred strangers and you yeah. all like, you know, shared showers and yeah. no COVID. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Maybe that's how it all started. Thanks. Yeah. No. <laughs> <Who knows? laughs> Just kidding. Okay. So tell me all these places that you've been, because I've never been to Europe at all. I've only mm-hmm. ever dreamed of it. So spare no detail. Tell me about these places you've been. Yeah, definitely. So uh, to start off, I've been to Europe twice on two different trips. My first trip was kind of like um, a pre-planned Kentucky tour trip with one of our best friends, Bailey, Mm -hmm. uh, from high school as well. And then I also did a trip on my own somewhat recently, a couple of years ago. So few different experiences, definitely. And obviously age difference shows a lot too. definitely have matured. I remember when me and Bailey like wanted to go to Europe for the first time. And like, I swear to God, I had no idea what to expect, how to travel by myself. I know 2013, like right when we uh, graduated college, that was awesome. It was like something to look forward to at least, but definitely like wish I was more prepared for the traveling, I guess you could say like definitely learn more, but yeah. I was like looking up things of like, how many countries have I been to? And like things like that, yeah. like little facts. But I have been to 16 different countries in the world, Ooh. which is cool to say. Yeah. But for Europe, uh, for the first round, um, that was in 2013. And I went to eight different countries in Ooh. Europe. And then in 2018, I went to three different countries in Europe. Nice. So- yeah, I guess like starting from the beginning to the end, I guess, if you like. Yeah, just like list the, list the names of the countries and then we'll kind of like digest each one maybe like in different ways because they're two different trips, right? Yeah, exactly. So I've been to the UK a couple of times, um, specifically to London, went to the Netherlands, Spain, Italy, Germany, Czech Republic, France, Switzerland, Austria, Ireland, and I believe Germany. Did I say that? I believe I think you did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. How long did you stay in each place? Like, did you hop so fast that you didn't get to enjoy each one and wish you could stay longer? So the first one was definitely like hop so fast that it just blew by. I was pretty mm. much hung over every second of it too. <laughs> oh, <no>. So because <laughs> you're trying to experience everything and you're like, I don't want to miss out on a night like FOMO yeah. for real. So yeah. I was always like, oh, Exactly. Were, I was yeah. ready. I was like, what is Australian accent? I don't know what this is. Yeah. I'm like, where am I? Europe? But I want to hear more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah. So yeah, the first trip, it was already pre-planned. So that was yeah. one thing. Um, so most of the nights were one night in Whoa. each place. Some of them were two. So for the mm-hmm. eight countries, for example, Germany, we had two different um, locations. Uh, like we stayed in Munich as well as Berlin. And then yeah. in Italy, we had three different areas too. So there was Ooh, a couple nice. places to be stayed extra. Yeah. But yeah, two nights was like the max which well, as you mm-hmm. can imagine two nights in one place That's like crazy, yeah. so beautiful what, but like it's yeah. brushed yeah and like what do you really get to see and like how much do you really get to know about the place that quickly exactly right? and because it's pre-planned too it's not like what you want to see it's what yeah. like it's generic and yeah I mean it's good because when you're fresh like me yeah. and Bailey yeah. going in we had no idea what we wanted to see how mm-hmm. to do it you know 
we're on our own for the first time. And, and I think that that's like super there. safe too. Like that's a really safe way to do it. That like, you know, kind of like you have that insurance of where you're going is known to be safe and that like someone kind of is held responsible for your safety. <laughs> exactly. And you have 50 people on the bus around you that are yeah. all looking out for each other and have each other's back. So yeah. that was definitely helpful. I think like going off on my own, that was the really big scary part. Like, you know, walking down the street by yourself, you never yeah. know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So you talked about these hostels with hundreds of people all sharing a bathroom. So tell me more about these. Cause like when yeah. I think about a hostel, because I've never even like I've never even seen a picture of one I just think that they sound so grungy yeah so tell me if I'm wrong <laughs> so it, obviously it varies yeah and every yeah. hostel is different like the pre-planned ones through the first trip to Europe were yeah. definitely like a little bit more grungy because obviously they're saving pennies and like they want to like yeah eight countries for whatever I think we paid eight three thousand maybe up to four thousand mm-hmm. for the actual um tour like flight itself. And tour, and, yeah yeah no just the tour and it okay. includes all that your hostel stays okay. and then it was like seven dinners and like 16 breakfasts and the breakfast Whoa. is like an apple you know oh my like gosh. It's nothing, oh yeah my gosh. so you pay everything above and beyond yeah um but the hostels like sometimes were like a little bit grungy especially like when i uh traveled in the usa it was really grungy to be honest oh, like no. dirty grungy yeah um, but there is some that are like high like when I was in Barcelona they had like the sheets that pull through and so you have like privacy oh, in each nice. of your bunks and I love yeah. that piece yeah um because I am a light sleeper I sleep with yeah. earplugs and especially in hostels you have to like yeah I traveled when I was in San Francisco we were above like in the strip club area <laughs> oh my and gosh. so it was like super noisy but like our people that were in the room with us were so like brood um just like up at 6 a.m and they're speaking a different language and just like super loud lights oh, on no. lights off oh, and no. you're just like are you yeah. kidding me like yeah just Other have some sympathy here. yeah exactly but we went to one in it was I believe Venice um and it was more of a camp style so you could either camp or it was a cabin oh yeah um and this was through the Kentucky tour and there was bug beds and or bug yeah bug, bug tents bug beds or bug what do you mean bed bugs Oh. <laughs> why was that so hard to say it was like twisting my tongue <laughs> uh, that's so funny like bed oh no that's disgusting yeah. yeah so I know someone had to throw like their entire like life oh no like Belongings. once you have it yeah. it just yeah. spreads completely yeah. so Ew. they had to like get a new backpack they moved oh, beds because no. I think we were there two nights so they moved but like there was definitely like you're sketched out like I got pink eye when I was in Prague <laughs> from one of the <laughs> hostels and I remember like the next oh day gosh. they're just like well you, someone probably pooped on your pillow and I was like no it's just definitely just the cleanliness like they have so yeah. many people coming through that they're just like quick yeah. turnover how could and, they like, uh, keep it so so pristine right exactly and like how many people have used that pillow it's not like they actually run the pillow through the wash you know yeah, like yeah. there are certain the things that we had to bring like um we did have our own sheets and stuff that we were meant to bring but there's some oh, hostels that provided it but of course yeah. like you're not going to carry a pillow around the whole europe like yeah there's no around, way the, that, whole so. europe. around the whole europe <laughs> i sound so smart i can't carry a pillow around europe the whole time <laughs> no this is a lot of effort just put it in your um, pants like one of the kardashians and you'll be set to go anywhere you are <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> yeah i wish i had a travel um towel at that time you know like the small microfiber uh, ones that uh, are good mm. i didn't have one of those either so like my towel is always soaked going into yeah gross and so- probably get so musty by the end of the trip 
Oh yeah. And you, you can wash your clothes. Obviously there's hostels that you can pay for, but like realistically I wash my underwear in the sink with like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like little pod or things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was the Whatever. most to it. Cause you don't have enough time to wash your laundry. And also yeah. you're in a foreign country. You don't want to wash your laundry. You want to go and experience it. Yeah, totally. Oh yeah. Gosh. It was definitely like, I think sharing the rooms, it really depends on the people you share with. Mm-hmm. And like in Tiki, you sign up each time for the night who you want to share the room with. And oh. sometimes you're picked with a terrible person. And oh my gosh. They, they do say like, some people are here to experience everything and be up at 6am and out yeah. the door. And yeah. some people want to be home at 6am yeah. drinking yeah. all night. So like, yeah. there's definitely different styles to it totally. too. Like, yeah. But yeah, you got to be considerate. What was like the age really range? Um, I think the maximum age on that trip was 35. There was one guy that <laughs> I didn't was know there'd like be a maximum age. Yeah. So it was a lot of young people. So what we would have been 21 or something yeah, like that yeah. when we went. And so, yeah, the majority of the people were around our age, but I would say 26, 27. Wow. Um, and then a few of the 35, like on the cusp, like a little bit of the oddballs, I guess you could say mm, that yeah. still want to like Maybe hang like with the, the young bloomers. people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, sorry. Awkward. But yeah. yeah. So different age groups for sure. And then like every hostel is a bit different. Like I've stayed in hostels where it's like older people and you're sharing a room with them and then some mm-hmm. are younger and yeah. clearly like I don't know. You just got to bond with anyone that's there, yeah. really. You have to be nice to anybody like that mm-hmm. you pass, I'm sure, because you could just end up sleeping right beside them and you don't want them like staring over your bed in the night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who wants oh my gosh. that? Yeah. That'd be so creepy. And when you planned your trip on your own, um, did you choose to stay in hostels or you stayed in different ways in Europe the second time? Yeah, so long story short is actually I was planning on doing Kentucky. I had signed up for one and they canceled the trip. Not enough people had signed up. And at that point I was already like my flight. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I either switch my flights, go on a Kentucky or try to do it myself. And Mm -hmm. I just decided to do it myself. So with that, I use like my points for my first night to have a hotel because I wanted to make sure after like a long day traveling, I wasn't like having to deal with anyone. And, you know, it's already a change of scenery. So you're kind of like, whatever. And then um, everywhere else I chose hostels and I made sure the hostels had bars so I could beat people. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously you're traveling alone. Like there's times when I'm like, I don't want to talk to anyone or see anyone for sure. But I definitely wanted to meet people in like the best way is at a bar. Like you don't really meet people in a bedroom, like some people, but a lot of people are in and out and they already have their plans and you know, you don't want to interrupt. They're just literally there asleep. Yeah. Yeah. And then we did rent a, so I met friends when I went to Ireland, I was actually meant to do a working visa in Ireland. I had gotten approved for it. And I switched my mind and oh, no. decided just to do the tour and like go through mm-hmm. on my own because I was like worried about money because I wanted to be set up. And then, you know, there's just life. Like I have my car here. I have like yeah. everything yeah. I own. So I was just like worried about that. Yeah. Um, but when we went to Ireland, my two friends, actually one of my roommates now were moving to Ireland. And so then we all got an Airbnb and they were looking for a house. And this That's was so all fun. around St. Patrick's Day and everything. Oh too, my gosh. So. No way. Yeah. yeah. How crazy was that? St. Patrick's Day. It's interesting. I feel like, I feel like Canada um, overdoes it. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like I don't doubt it. Like the Irish were like, (laughs) yeah, they're like another day drinking. We went and saw the Irish parade on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And to be honest, it was just like way different. Like we have parades in Camor and 
it's like all out there oh, everyone's yeah. dressed up and enjoying it yeah. where it's just kind of more like you know the schools are going down and it's just oh. like feels like it has to happen yeah. so we were like okay let's leave this and just go find a bar yeah and so I want to get wasted yeah exactly I'm glad we did because obviously the bars get busy it's a smaller yeah. town and yeah. stuff so we went to a bar and then we're like okay we'd like a Guinness because obviously we yeah, went in done. Ireland and they were like we don't serve alcohol till 12 and I'm like oh I didn't oh realize gosh. that yeah. even on St. Patrick's Day how dare Whoa. you but um they're Don't very judge me yeah <laughs> exactly at 10 a.m i know i want it i mean like when i'm in canada i'll start drinking at 9 a.m for uh st patrick's day but oh my gosh yeah so we're happy we got a seat because at the bar yeah. it was full jam-packed and it was like a soccer football game that was very important Whoa. to them that was on but it was interesting it's definitely yeah. different but had some Guinness didn't enjoy it but yeah stayed out all night so yeah that's so fun I think <laughs> yeah. like it's just fun to be a part of it even if like it doesn't meet up to like what your expectations were like just to be able to say like I was in Ireland on St. Patrick's Day like is amazing oh, even yeah. if like the event itself was kind of a flop like comparatively yeah. you're like whatever Definitely. who can say that <laughs> exactly I know it's like once in a lifetime it's like Oktoberfest it's a goal of mine to go to Oktoberfest in yeah. Germany that's amazing um, yeah yeah so if you had to could you pick a favorite place you've been or maybe like a couple I know it's hard I definitely felt like Amsterdam was one of my favorite and I'm not sure if it's because it was like the second country that we went to we went to the UK first everyone flew in there it's pretty Mm -hmm. central um and then we took the ferry over and went to um Amsterdam and that was my first you know, like couple nights. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt like there was a lot to do and it was such an interesting culture. It was beautiful too, like, which I didn't expect because for one, I know of Amsterdam as a red light district and where you mm-hmm. smoke weed and everything. Yeah. I didn't think of it as a beautiful place and yeah, I'll bite my tongue now. Um, but it was beautiful <laughs> and we got to experience kind of more of the culture there. Yeah. Um, they're very big into biking. So we did like a biking tour through, oh, um, and yeah. And we got to see like the canals, which they actually called dikes in, uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's what they call them. Okay. Um, but like, we got to go through there, see all the windmills and everything <laughs> like that. Yeah. And then, um, we just got to experience a lot of, you know, interesting things with that's the red so light cool. district and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously the weed shops and all of that, that was yeah. just beautiful. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Area. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to see a live sex show as well. So oh my that was gosh, interesting. What? Yeah, that was a bit awkward, everyone. Yeah. I mean, there was a group of us, right? 50, but then you see the <laughs> other people that are like locals there that are sitting. <laughs> it's like theater style and yeah. the people are up on like a moving stage and you're oh like, my what's gosh. going on? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's interesting for sure, but I really enjoyed it. We went to like a shots bar too and it has like 500 different specialty shots oh and you gosh. can light the bar on fire too. And it's a maximum of two hours you can be in there because you can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, I had like a shot that was like a roasting a marshmallow and it was over vanilla vodka that was oh on fire and I got to and then like they did like Dutch oven shots and like things like that but yeah that that's so fun yeah and that was in Amsterdam yeah that was oh Amsterdam gosh, so fun I did really like Germany as well just because I feel like the history with it unfortunately like obviously the holocaust and everything mm-hmm. but I feel like experiencing Berlin really gave us um kind of more in depth made it feel real I guess you yeah. could say yeah we did actually get the opportunity which the tour number really does is go to a concentration camp just mm-hmm. outside of Munich um Crazy. so that was interesting yeah. yeah definitely sad but it was just kind of like 
wow, I'm on history. Like yeah. I'm on the land of history and this yeah. is crazy. And this actually happened. I can see like scratch yeah. marks on the walls yeah. and things like that, that you're just like, Horrifying, wow, yeah. I've listened to podcasts and I've seen documentaries and yeah, now this is legit. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously yeah. it was already religious. And you'd feel but... how massive it would be like when you're a single person standing there rather than hearing about it. Like you don't understand the magnitude of it when you're not a part of it, obviously. A hundred percent. Like you read about it and then visually when you see the camp and how big it was mm-hmm. and what the potential of how many people yeah. have passed away in there yeah. or were killed. It's just crazy to even think about. But yeah. yeah, I think that was like very unique. Like they said that they don't normally do it on the tour. We just had enough time. And um, yeah, I definitely wouldn't have taken that back. But I mean, mm-hmm. all over the world, like there's so many beautiful things about each country. Like, you know, Italy is beautiful in general and Mm -hmm. like has the great views has the great food and then you think of Switzerland like I would definitely go back to Switzerland I would want to do snowboarding there for sure oh yeah that'd be so fun yeah exactly yeah upgrade on your current mountain status like just a little hop (laughs) from Canmore (laughs) yeah I know I there's a photo of me and Bailey and we literally look like we're just put in there like it's photoshop but like the background is awesome but same with italy like there's so many areas that i didn't get to experience within italy and my roommate actually has gone on a italy trip herself and actually rented a car and did it with a few of her friends and you know like there's so many things in the world that you can experience over and over again like i would go back to each country i was at for sure yeah yeah and i think Mm -hmm. each time you would like feel different ways about the things you're experiencing because of your age and perspective right like you said about being so young on the first trip versus the second trip like being able to kind of like appreciate the culture and like care more about like the way that people live there versus like okay let's have let's see how hard we can party all around the world (laughs) exactly yeah it's still it's a balance right (laughs) yeah oh yeah no I'm not saying there's not the other (laughs) for sure yeah we know that we've talked about like doing a girl's trip for sure like me and Bailey have talked about that like I mean like imagine going to somewhere like Mexico, like would be amazing. But then also I've talked to some of my friends about like doing a Greece trip. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Greece and Croatia are on my bucket list. Yeah. For Croatia sure. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I They're know. So There's so beautiful. many things. Yeah. And that I've seen like sailing trips through there and I'm like, oh. that'd be an awesome experience. Yeah. Like, maybe but there's so much like even South America is really top on my bucket list I think right now so Mm -hmm. I want to do sandboarding down uh active volcano in Chile that I really want to try so yeah I've heard of that and uh, I think I'd like to do it yeah (laughs) oh my god danger yeah that's so funny Mm -hmm. what do you think like knowing now the experience of both like Contiki type of like pre-planned tour not saying like Contiki specifically because obviously there's tons of different organizations that plan trips um Mm -hmm. but organized trip versus independent or solo trip like what do you think that you liked better I think that I probably know the answer but (laughs) I I think solo I like solo because you do what you want to do like there's Mm -hmm. no ifs ands or buts about it there's nothing you're missing out on I mean sometimes if you plan too much for it then you're still missing out on it but um I definitely think that piece I am an independent person and I feel like sometimes like I love Bailey obviously but like I like to be alone and like you know introduce myself to people and not have to worry about someone else and introducing them yeah um so that (laughs) Bailey get lost (laughs) sorry Bailey (laughs) she's gonna hate me for that but you know Bailey's a bit more 
very shy. Love you, Bailey. But this I was is definitely the clip sh- I'm going to use for the commercial. Oh God, <laughs> she's been coming. Yeah, she. So like everyone is different, and I feel yeah. like when I first started too, I had the worst anxiety. Like my first mm-hmm. time, I was like, I have to like fully get out there and like introduce myself to everyone so I have friends yeah. and I'm not the loser on the trip and things yeah, like yeah. that um where you're when you're little, like traveling you stand up for yourself you need to exactly. make a name for yourself yeah and then when I was traveling love me yeah <laughs> well me. when I was traveling alone I'd be at the bar I remember this in Madrid and there was two girls beside me and I was just like so what brings you guys here <laughs> I'm like picking up girls but I'm not actually so yeah, yeah. um but I'm like picking I'm just trying friends. to make friends yeah. exactly yeah but I really did like traveling alone because I got to experience more um at each place like yeah. when I was in Spain I spent at least three or four nights at each location mm-hmm. some I think Madrid was five nights and then Whoa. Ireland I spent two weeks in which to be honest was a bit too much time for Ireland mm-hmm. it. but yeah um I, I wish I went to Scotland was one yeah. of my things um yeah. so like my thing is like next time I probably won't pre-plan as much as I did mm-hmm. but it sounds like you did so well allowing yourself like the space to like experience things you just weren't sure like which ones to balance it out with right like you weren't sure like where you'd want to be more and less exactly so I definitely like left my days free I never pre-booked any like tours or anything mm-hmm. like that because I was like well what if I change my mind and I want to do this and so yeah. then like sometimes the night before I would just book a tour for something different the next yeah. day because I thought you know why not that yeah. sounds fun nothing but... else coming up yeah. yeah exactly yeah I booked this one tour which was really awesome it's Montserrat in Barcelona and it's just like a cool little mountain I mean it's little to me but it's big for them um but it's up on um Montserrat mountain and there's actually a cathedral there with uh, monks that actually live there as well as um nuns and so it was interesting it was uh like the monks make their own liqueur which is not normal for monks because they don't typically drink but they have their own liqueur in like little um area but we got to see um mass and they were singing and it was really cool like it was just so interesting and then um yeah I mean random things that I didn't actually have planned but I did so Mm. wow and so where did you see those monks up in the mountains sorry what country was that uh it was in Spain in Barcelona yeah okay oh Barcelona yeah yeah okay I thought Spain but then I said Madrid so I was wrong (laughs) that's so cool yeah I didn't know, like, obviously, like, in movies, you see um, temples and monks being there, but, like, I wasn't sure if you actually were allowed to just visit like that, or if you had to have, like, some sort of, like, permission to be there. It seems so, it seems so elusive, kind of, right? Like, yeah it's so foreign yeah yeah and like they are on like they aren't able to speak like they've Mm. made a commitment and vow never to speak which is crazy and like same with like the nuns and everything they're hidden they don't come out they don't visit or anything and Mm -hmm. it's just interesting like it's so foreign like I didn't expect to see that like when I booked the tour it was more because there was a wine tasting and it was (laughs) on a mountain so I was like pretty views and like didn't do a lot of that yeah. sounds great that sounds yeah. like me and then we like pass you're like and they're no going talking through. yeah <laughs> and then there's like it's this one's really famous it's called black madonna it's like the sculpture that the cathedral was actually built around hmm. and you it's kind of like a buddha so it's like lucky charm so like you like rub the ball that the black madonna is holding and then yeah. it makes good luck for you so hmm. we did that too and then they're like typically through the summer it's so busy with um obviously tourists and everything but I went in the off season mm-hmm. so we actually got to sit for mass where normally they don't allow just locals or even yeah tourists yeah, yeah. tourists yeah that's amazing mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I just like had a thought to ask you. Oh yeah. So how's your life been since rubbing that ball? <laughs> um, so much luck. <laughs> so much luck no I don't know I don't know they said that there's like um, a myth that they try to take Madonna black Madonna out and carry her down the mountain but she got heavier and heavier the farther away she got from the cathedral because Mm -hmm. of the curse on her and things like that Um, or they got tired and weak by the end of the mountain yeah I was like (laughs) "Mm, I'm not sure but you know everyone has their stories yeah 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 not to bash it that sounded rude I guess but yeah (laughs) definitely (laughs) no offense no offense yeah. <laughs> so tell me if there are some things that you wish you knew ahead of time or what you would like to tell to people who've never been. Yeah. So I was like, it's funny how the most notes I put on was the things that I would tell someone because I just feel like there's a lot of things that just randomly happen that oh, you yeah. don't realize are going to happen. I feel like mentally when you're traveling, you have to prepare for one, the worst and two, like understand that sometimes it doesn't go the way that yeah. you have it planned or yeah. have the idea in your head. Um, there's a lot of hiccups. Like I've definitely almost missed tons of flights, but I've missed <laughs> buses or, oh, yeah. you know, stuff happens, yeah. but I definitely feel like you have to be aware that you may potentially get sick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like traveling, like definitely bring sanitizer, but mm-hmm. I've gotten sick in almost like Australia I was out for almost a week with just some sort of stomach bug. I think it was mm-hmm. the water or the oil that was different that just yeah. affected me. And like I said, I had the pink eye. I yeah. was in Austria and I had to go to a random doctor that spoke no English at all and oh. was just like, showed him my eye and then he was just like okay and then gives me a prescription get the prescription just put it in my eye I'm like I don't oh ask gosh. questions because yeah. I'm just trying to get rid of it yeah um and it worked it was a miracle but oh my gosh um, and He's then like, we called oh, it yeah I see that shit I <laughs> yeah, yeah I, know what to exactly. do. <laughs> I mean re- her pink eye is pretty obvious I feel so yeah, that's good yeah. but then You're we like, even itchy. like itchy <laughs> yeah and then when eye. I got home from Europe the first time I got uh bronchitis and I, I had bronchitis yeah. yeah and we called it the Kentucky cough because almost everyone on the trip had like a cough and everything so yeah it was another thing but like there's definitely times like you just have to prepare and that's where it comes to travel insurance like yeah travel insurance is super important I know you want to cheap out and avoid it but it's important like there's so many things like I remember I went to Hawaii my flight got canceled um and the insurance paid for my stay in a hotel in Chicago that night and then changed my flights for free and I got a meal out of it and things like Mm -hmm. that that a lot of the time you could be yeah just literally just Uh, sitting in the airport waiting yeah yeah exactly so definitely travel insurance is key and then I think journaling and writing down your stories and things like that like I didn't my first trip and I regret it um Mm. but like now I have like little notes and things that I find funny like just like little things that I would notice like when I was in Australia when I first landed it on my notes it says everyone at the Australian airport wears bucket hats (laughs) (laughs) so random but Uh, I'm like all right um but also like especially in the countries I didn't that wasn't English and I couldn't remember the names of the areas I went or the restaurants Uh, I went yeah so like that was um it's really nice to review and go back on too and like Mm -hmm. some things are funny and you'll be like like I read one that was like this creepy guy followed me and I'm like I don't remember that but Uh, (laughs) it barely mm -hmm. happened so like just things like that and then I definitely say try new things and be aware and accepting of cultures because the people that you meet and not just the locals are definitely from all different places in the world and have different you know mannerisms and things like that and Mm -hmm. have different stories and have different opinions and I've seen fights like just arguments when you're drunk and out at the bar in these locations and you know they're just not understanding each other Mm -hmm. and I feel like 
the world needs a little bit more understanding and acceptance in that way. So I feel like traveling kind of opens your mind to those cultures, but Mm -hmm. I think um, patience and acceptance is key in that way. Mm -hmm. And also print copies of your passport (laughs) and your IDs and everything and keep it in a separate pocket just in case. Oh, I didn't hear of that. So you can photocopy your passport, like as proof of like you had one and someone stole it or something. Yeah, exactly. You can always go. It just helps with the embassy and everything. If you have to go in a different country to go to a Canadian embassy and be like, I got my passport stolen. So like I would always do my birth certificate, my passport and like another photo ID just Mm -hmm. to have it. And then a copy of my travel insurance times two. I would obviously always have it on my phone, but I had it once where I dropped my phone in a toilet and I was so worried that obviously it wasn't going to work. And like, if you don't have that, that's really hard to like survive. Um, but oh yeah, gosh. you never know what's going to happen, but just definitely have that option. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that you said that you need to be really aware of like your surroundings too, because like you said about like fights breaking out, like it could be just like happening around you. And obviously mm-hmm. you need to be aware of your surroundings, not just kind of like with your nose down or nervous with like maybe staring into your phone or a book or like whatever, like keep your head up. Like I'm thinking too about um, people that I know that have been pickpocketed, like when they're out Mm. walking, like even if you have like a fanny pack, like people are so swift and it's like magic um, and so unfortunate. So photocopying your stuff is super important for that. Um, Yeah, definitely. I know the, when I was in Amsterdam, again, it was the second place we were and we walk into the hostel and one girl's just bawling her eyes out. She had her passport stolen from her hostel room. Mm. And I'm just like, that's the scariest thing that would Mm -hmm. happen. And, and then in my head, I'm like, are all hostels like this? Is this going to happen to me? Yeah. So I started sleeping with my um, passport on me. Like I would put it in my shorts. Like I wouldn't sleep with it even under my pillow. Cause I was worried that someone would like slip through. I wasn't even worried about money. I was just worried about my like passport you just get home yeah exactly oh my gosh. um but yeah there's tons of pickpocketers and sketchy things happening wow. yeah. yeah and did that happen to you or anybody in your group um when I was traveling alone we did a tour through Barcelona it was a walking tour through our hostel and one gentleman got pickpocketed his passport so he was wearing like kind of almost like a computer bag that was a satchel mm. across his chest mm-hmm. and his passport was in his front pocket mm. but uh, undercover police officer interrupted us and he had the passport in his hand and he like they're trained for this they know this happens in Europe Whoa. and clearly in Barcelona so he stopped the tour guide spoke to her in Spanish and was like this gentleman's passport got stolen he got pickpocketed no one else in the group got pickpocketed and I was like thank the lord but you yeah. know it's crazy like I always now like if I have a backpack I'll put everything on the bottom that's like yeah. important because it's not like they're gonna fumble through yeah, yeah. Um, but you've definitely like there's different scams that they do that are odd too I've like when I was in the Czech Republic we were sitting um for like a cafe for breakfast and a lady walk around and she put a little doll that's like handmade on the table and I was warned that if you touch the doll or touch anything that someone puts on the table they automatically be like give me your money like take my my money yeah I've had it where someone put a bracelet under like around my wrist and you're just walking through you're looking around and you don't think you're like oh that's nice a little girl and she's like money (laughs) oh my gosh so I gave her like five euros and I was just like wow this like (laughs) bracelet that's nothing to me but and also bathrooms are a big place in Europe too that um are kind of scammy like in McDonald's they had someone like asking for money there like she would clean inside of the bathrooms and stuff and then (laughs) be asking for money and like I've seen this in Mexico too Mm -hmm. and like even Australia there was this one club I went to and it was like full-fledged like 
curling irons and you know makeup there and everything and then wow people were waiting for money there as well so that was crazy yeah and I've also heard of dropping babies in Paris have you heard of this no we're like they have a fake I know they have a fake baby and it looks like a baby and they go to pass it to you and they like pretend to drop it and then they try to blame you and get a reaction and get like police involved and all this but then they try to get money obviously from this and I was just like that's nice. I didn't see it, but we were yeah. warned when we went to Paris. That's like, so gross. Be cautious. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then, That's of so course, freaky, like that, like the, tr- the tourist traps that, like, they must just like prey on the people that come there so yeah. blindly. It's unfortunate. Like, yeah. it kind of reminds me of like telephone scams where, like, yeah. you're yeah. getting the people, like, especially the old people that are walking through that, you know, they're not feeling their pockets as much, yeah. and yeah. but they have a lot more money than what they're I would have. So slow. Yeah. Exactly. So easy. Yeah. I know. But there's Old definitely scams, even yeah, even like taking a cab. Like I remember in Czech Republic, this one guy got like scammed because their cra- their uh, currency is crowns. And like you j- sometimes you don't know the price difference for Canadian, yeah. right? Yeah. Or wherever he was from. And he got scammed. I think he had to pay like 150 for a cab where it oh was like gosh. a $15 cab in oh, general. No. Yeah. But yeah you never know what's gonna happen so you definitely have to be aware even like going into a cab I'd be more cautious I took the bus everywhere when I was traveling alone and Mm -hmm. took the subway because I was just more like I'm just gonna walk uh, not in any rush anyways but I also was just like a bit hesitant yeah yeah to be alone Mm -hmm. yeah that's smart I like that you put that thought into it on your own like and on a whim too because you said like the tour that you had hoped to do was canceled last minute right and then you had to plan this all on your own mm-hmm. oh my gosh yeah so did I know you, it's crazy did you do like all your research on your own or like did you kind of base it off of the structure of the one that you were supposed to do yeah so the one I was supposed to do was Spain Morocco and Portugal but in my head I was just like I don't want to pay for all the traveling in between I kind of want to focus on staying in every place Spain was my main reason for that one so that's why I was like oh I'll do Spain and because my friends were going to Ireland it was around St. Patrick's Day just kind of was like well I'll go to Ireland because Ireland like I was gonna live there let's see if I actually want to or you know try it out and see how it goes so definitely had some ideas in my mind like I knew about Barcelona and I went to Ibiza as well I think Mm. like you know you hear things about it and you're just like I want to try these and Mm -hmm. you go but I definitely did research like what I did at first was just research every place in that vicinity that would be like easy travel between and see where I wanted to go and then kind of cut it down from there to see you know, how many days would I spend here? How many mm-hmm. days I would spend there? Yeah. And then I researched hostels and try to like, see what was cheap, what was not. But I tried to have my accommodations booked. Because my worst case scenario, for example, in Ireland, obviously, St. Patrick's Day is extremely yeah. busy. Yeah. Our Airbnb was so far out. It was like a 50 euro cab, which is like 70 bucks in oh there and back from where we were. And I had, I ended up renting a car, which was lucky and we split the cost of it. But yeah, like there's a certain times where I wouldn't want to be in a circumstance where I'm sleeping on the street. Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially by yourself with all your luggage. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm. That'd be the most scary thing. Yeah, definitely. Where did you enjoy the food most? 
Italy. Oh my God. Italy is so delicious. I like have a vision in my head of me, Bailey and a few other girls at this one, like we're at the market and on a side street and we have two pizzas, we have lasagna, we have pasta and like two bottles of cheap white wine, Italian obviously. And it was just delicious. And then I remember having gelato by the Trevi fountain and I felt like I was Lizzie McGuire. Oh my gosh. I love it. Paolo. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that was like delicious. I in France, it was really delicious too. We had macaroons and we had baguettes and things like that too. And Mm -hmm. tried the escargot, but I'm not an escargot fan. Yeah. No, thanks. I might try it to say that I tried it if I was there, but otherwise like, no. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like when I was in Australia, I tried um, kangaroo and I was like, oh like, you know, you kind of just try things. Yeah. I tried yeah. schnitzel when I was in Germany of and that course, was actually yeah. pretty good. But yeah, I bet yeah. it would be. I think that I've had that here, like made by uh, German neighbors of my parents. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is good. It's definitely interesting, like the different foods, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's nice to try everything. Like in Spain, it's really good. Like they have the tapas, but they have um, paella, if you've heard oh. of it, it's like mm-hmm. rice with like a mix of seafood or you can mm-hmm. do chicken and veggies mm-hmm. and that's really good. But they have yeah. a lot of small markets in Spain, which is like more tapas style and you can get like, you know, your olives and like, the, oh, yeah. they're all about like charcuterie type of style yeah. meats yeah. and everything. That's my style. Yeah. It's delicious, but, oh, yeah. uh, but one time I was sitting at a cafe in Spain and they came up with tapas cause it's included in your meal. And it was just like sugared candy. And I was just oh like, my gosh. is this tapas? And sometimes it's like mozzarella sticks. Sometimes it's olives. Sometimes it's like, it's so random. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. You're like, yeah. here's your sugar before your dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Basically okay. cleanse your yeah. palate somehow. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. When I was little, I was so picky about my food. And I think that I was always so nervous to go anywhere other than what I was used to because of the food. Mm-hmm. And like, even going to my uncle's in the United States, I was like, oh my gosh, like, am I going to like what he's going to feed me? Like, I was so anxious about food, like being good when I was little, I guess. Like, I was so picky about this, like white ass Canadian food I was eating, I guess. Was there anything that you're like nervous to try or like something that was presented to you and you're like, oh, no thanks. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, the markets have a lot of like deep fried rain. I'm like, I remember, I feel like it was like crickets and things like that. I refuse to try that stuff. Um, I feel like one day I would, um, if I was in like Thailand or something like Mm -hmm. that, but I don't know, like, I definitely like worry about getting sick off things too and be careful that way. But yeah. I would say like most things I'm pretty good. Like I never used to like seafood, but then I went on my trip through the States and we stopped on the Island in Canada and they're all about seafood, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I tried all these sushi things and I was just like, this is delicious. I'm like, you yeah. just got to try it once. It's so funny that you try Canadian sushi to love. <laughs> yeah, I know. I used to hate everything, but no, got to try everything once yeah. for sure. Yeah. I'm trying to even think like Ireland had pretty basic food, to be honest. It was similar to what I would say is served in Canada. Yeah. Except there's like liver and stuff, I think more, right? Yeah, exactly. Like I think about Scotland and I think of Haggis automatically. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would still try it for sure. Oh my gosh. Brave. Yeah. Were you good with your budget or, you know, sticking to like a ration budget or were you like blowing through your money without realizing it? Yeah. I feel like every time I travel, I try to have the mindset that I don't want to miss out on anything because of my money situation. Mm-hmm. So 
for the Kentucky, I didn't really understand what the pricing was. I didn't really understand the conversion with euros versus Canadian dollars and euros are way more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was times where I was just like, oh, so I, I had my daddy at that point. So <laughs> yeah. He gave me, I think he only gave me like 700 for the entire trip, which was pretty good. Small one uh, million dollars. Yes. Help me. I'm poor. Yeah. Um, dad, I want to do this. Take but uh, exactly. But don't come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly thank you thanks for the experience but yeah he helped me out the first time but I think it made me learn how to budget and then after that I had um obviously a banking position when Mm -hmm. I was a manager and stuff so I learned a little bit more especially about the travel insurance credit cards and things like that Mm -hmm. I make sure now I travel with two different credit cards just in case something were to happen to one like Mm -hmm. you never want to be stuck without money and then of course I want to make sure that I have enough savings just in case again something happens that I have something to fall back on yeah um so the last time I went to um Ireland and Spain I made sure that all my flights were obviously already paid for and my accommodation was paid for so it was really just spending and to be honest I was pretty like, you know, happy to spend whatever because I wanted to experience yeah. what yeah. um was given. I'd never really like blew too over budget That's by good. any That's means. Good. But yeah. yeah, I definitely like when in Australia I made sure like I had extra cash just in case. And I'm glad I did. Like I, you know, skydived and did all that stuff and that's yeah. expensive. So yeah. Oh my gosh, so cool. Yeah. So when did you go to Australia? I went in, I believe it was 2017, mm-hmm. the year before. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was before or after, but I knew that it was close. I remember being like, really? You're going on like another trip. Wow. (laughs) I know it was weird. I did Europe and then I did Australia and then I did the USA trip, which was like a a month tour. And then I did Europe again. And I think Europe's the last thing I've done. Wow. (sighs) So sad. Or no, maybe the opposite, but anyways, they all blend together. I guess. I like looking back at like my trips, like I, recently like obviously did Laguna twice in like the last like couple of years and I'm so thankful that I did that because of like now not being able to do it for two years in a row I'm like thank god yeah. I got to do that so like I hope that yeah. you look at this trip like thank god I got to do that even if obviously you get to go again one day like in the time where we're like unable to go anywhere it's like thank god I got to go places <laughs> exactly I think about it like what if I was paralyzed tomorrow and yeah I never got to experience the things I did I think like when yeah. I am older I hope to think of obviously my traveling and things like yeah. that and not yeah. think so much about oh it's really successful at this job obviously there's going to be parts of that and yeah I hope one day that I'm like you know, happy with like a home and things like that, but I'm definitely filling my life with experiences and that's really important to me. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. So let me just ask one more time, if there's anything else you think that you like to share that I haven't asked you yet. Um, I think you were asking about friends and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Tell me about the friends you've made and if you've kept in contact. Yeah. So on the first tour, Bailey and I had met three girls that are all from the same area in Australia. Nice. And actually, one of them has come to visit and she got a working visa in Canada. And she lived in Vernon, which is where our friend Levi used to live. So mm-hmm. I've visited her and she visited me. So we went snowboarding and we Fun. also drank, had some karaoke um, and <laughs> went awesome. out in Banff. And she's definitely a friend that like we keep in touch all the time. I love her. Tyne, if you listen. um and I'll visit her for sure when we go to Australia and then I also had another girl she is from Australia as well and she came out and had a working visa here too um so I saw her 
And then when I was traveling by myself, I met the two Scottish girls I was talking about that I met at the bar and was like, what are oh, you yeah. doing here? And they were actually already had visas approved for uh, Canada. And the one girl was coming to Ottawa, but they both came to Banff first. Um, and no then way. one of the Scottish girls decided to stay in Banff. So we hung out quite a few times. And then the other girl obviously went back to Ottawa for work yeah. purposes. But yeah, I got to you know see them and definitely so will fun. obviously go to Scotland and visit them. Um, yeah. but yeah, especially being out West too, I feel like there's a lot of people that are traveling here for work visas. So yeah. I have a lot of friends, luckily from all over Australia and New yeah. Zealand. I have even Switzerland. Um, when I did my Kentucky in Australia, I met a girl from Switzerland, New Zealand, and all wow. these people that I plan on eventually visiting one day. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, Hey, let me stay with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did it perfect. for them. They can do it for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, as long as you've already offered perfect exactly yeah yeah but other than that not really anything else um obviously there's like definitely all these little stories and things to tell but I don't want yeah definitely it was awesome and I will go back to every place yeah yeah and hopefully we'll do a girl's trip like honestly I don't care if we go to $600 Cuba (laughs) as long as I'm on a beach with unlimited drinks and some nachos or something like I'll be fine for a week it's good yeah, I'll take anything at this mm-hmm. point. <laughs> yeah. I know I went, did I tell you I went to Saskatchewan the other day, just for oh like gosh. four nights. Um, my old boss works there, but she's in the national park there, which is oh, really yeah. nice, but cool. for Saskatchewan, but I'm like, I'm on vacation in Saskatchewan. And then the power <laughs> went out for three days. <laughs> and we were staying in a hotel. It was like, great, but it was good oh weather. My gosh. That's good so company. funny. That's yeah. funny. I wonder mm-hmm. like who thinks to move to Saskatchewan. And Manitoba, like they're just the middle and they're flat. I don't know. Like, um, I definitely think pilots are (laughs) a key one. Like if you want a pilot job, like Cole was doing that, then he just got a job on the island, which is super lucky for Mm -hmm. being new into the industry. Um, But yeah, I definitely wouldn't move to those areas. Clearly I'm out West for a reason. I feel like it just feels like traveling when you live out this way. So yeah. And it's so fun. And it must be like, so refreshing to like hear of everybody that comes through traveling, like, Oh, I'm from here and I'm going here. And you're like, Oh, tell me more about it. Yeah, exactly. It's nice. I remember when I did my trip in Australia and everyone's like, you live in Banff. That's Uh, awesome. I've always wanted to go. And I was like, look at me. Yeah. (laughs) I'm actually super cool. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much for having some time tonight to talk to me about this because like, I haven't even heard half of this stuff. And like, obviously we've been friends and talked about your trips before, but like, we've never just been like, Hey, tell me everything about your whole entire time in Europe. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Thanks. I know I was thinking, I'm like am I gonna be interesting enough like are my stories good and then I was just like you know what everyone's life is different and there's a lot of people that haven't traveled and haven't experienced a lot of things or are scared and I mean like to be honest I was scared as well oh yeah you know it's definitely worth the risk and you know you could die doing anything you can die driving a car let alone skydiving or going to a new place (laughs) yeah yeah so try it (laughs) yes exactly that's my quote try anything even if you may die (laughs) (laughs) but yeah thanks for for letting me (laughs) going down memory lane (laughs) yeah especially when we can't travel it's nice to remember it all yeah definitely all right well I'll talk to you soon okay Okay. Sounds good. Thanks. Have a good night. Bye. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you learned something new. Hit follow or subscribe to get my weekly episode 
and add me online. It's Let's Get Passionate on both Facebook and Instagram. Have a beautiful day.